Hey, welcome to Late Night with Larry. I'm here doing it once again with my co-host, Vince. Vince, give me a shout out. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Larry D Studios. Glad to have you. That's right. We're here doing it like we always do. And before we get started, we want you to reach out to us. And you can do that by emailing us at latenightwithlarry55 at gmail.com. Or as we've been telling you, our second email, which is soon to come and change names, cryptidcrossroads505 at gmail.com. We want to hear from you, so hit us up. As my brother says, tap that app. Tap it, tap it. Hit that's, it and quit it. That's right. Subscribe. <laughs> yeah, we'd like to hear from all of you, actually. That's right. And uh, we're going to go ahead and get started with our usual toast. Toast to the town. Toast Here we to go. town to y'all. Now... This toast is to the aliens. To the aliens. They're sponsoring content tonight. That's right. And they're <laughs> real. Oh, Ooh, Lord. Lord have mercy. If I didn't have hair on my chest, I do now. I'd say there. Right. <laughs> I had hair on my chest, but that burned it off. Right. Oh, Lord. So we were just watching a documentary, which I told my brother about. And in this documentary, uh, a whistleblower exposes some of the major secrets and mistakes mankind have made uh, with the interactions with aliens. Uh, I don't think we'd have time to go over all of them, but we're just going to hit the highlights for you. Um, and, and we all know that mistake number one is us creating the atomic bomb. Right, right. Uh, destruction, creating destruction, mm-hmm. and basically destroying the earth. That's right. And we've always said that uh, that's why aliens come around because we've, uh, as they put it in this documentary, we went from man killers to world destroyers. Right, right. And uh, if that's not going to garner attention in the universe, I don't know what will. Right. Now, we've always talked about why uh, New Mexico is a pretty good hot spot for UFO activity. And we have the Trinity site where the first atomic bomb was detonated. We have uh, right. uh, Los Alamos. We have Dulce. Um, they they said in the documentary, some of the German scientists after the war, when Germ- Germany surrendered, they, uh, they cut a deal instead of going to jail for war crimes they came to work for us that's right and that's where a lot of the ufo technology came in because supposedly they shot down the bell shaped craft craft on their expedition uh to alaska and that's when they said when hitler became the fur of germany uh they took that craft and hitler wanted to reverse engineer it to use it against us in the war against everyone and uh, that's what they were working on and if any of you have watched Discovery Channel, there's there have been uh, several episodes dedicated to that craft uh, and witnesses that were supposedly inside the prison camps at that time, uh, the Jewish people, said that late at night they would hear a loud humming and they would see a bell come up and glow and then go back down. So that tells me that there were eyewitnesses that say that they had almost perfected anti-gravity travel because right. of what they said. Right. Now, around that time is when the United States uh, dropped the bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. That's right. And uh, a, 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 along with the test sites and that, that would get some uh, aliens' attention. 
But not only that, later on, they they even tested a nuke in outer space. Right. Uh, they tested five of them in outer okay, space. Okay, well, that'll definitely get their attention. Yeah. And uh, that was during Kennedy's presidency. And uh, if that don't do it, I don't know what will. But And they said they were testing that for uh, purposes of seeing if we could destroy craft coming in or going out as far as an alien invasion is concerned. Now, this uh, documentary also talked about, uh, since we got this bow-shaped bow craft, we've been using it as a spy ship once we uh, had these German scientists develop the technology that made it work. And uh, we've done more than that. We've created several ships that are anti-gravity. Uh, right. Now, now they say the bow-shaped ship, bow ship, that's a tongue twister. Right. They say it's still in use today as a spy plane, and they actually had some footage over uh, Sweden or something. Sweden, right? yeah. And it was interesting to see it because you see that footage, and it's taken from a resident or someone on the ground, and you're like, they had no idea that you know of what they're looking at, but it, it looked just like the craft Hitler was working on. And I'm I'm going to tend to put a little bit of. Uh, belief into that because who knows what's going on out there right but supposedly according to these whistleblowers uh, the united states does have ufos um aliens are also <clears throat> penetrating our atmosphere with their ufos right. so like i was telling my brother now how do we differentiate when we ourselves have a ufo sighting as we sometimes do up in the mountains you know, these craft act like no other craft can. So now now I'm going to wonder, is that ours or theirs? Right, right. Yep. And um, they were showing what is supposedly our crafts, the anti-gravity crafts, not the bow, but right. I guess they've made some, uh, some leaps in technology. They are a little different, you know, triangle shaped. And it looks exactly like these... Uh, the, this footage you see on TV where the eyewitnesses film it. Right. It, it looks ex actually exactly like that. If you ever watch any UFO documentaries, uh, you'll be like, that's exactly what was on this documentary saying that we have developed and that we are out there flying. Now, I think the, differen the, the differentiator here is uh, we fly ours for whatever purposes, but the craft that come in to our atmosphere go around and the ones that are shutting down our nuclear facilities, I think that is theirs. Right. Because in beginning of the story, uh, supposedly the Russians sent, Stalin sent a group of army uh, of his soldiers out there to... Um, Antarctica. Antarctica to basically look for uh, uh, uranium to build a, the nuclear bomb. And they were met by three 12-foot bronze alien and they said we already know your attentions and we're not going to let it happen you you don't don't destroy this earth so they chased them off and they couldn't complete their expedition so uh, supposedly the story is they went back home to russia and told stalin the story and they all got killed or put in prison for life yeah lifetime sentences because stalin thought they just didn't want to explore because it was such harsh territory that's right and uh when when come to find out other nations had the same encounter uh, in 1946 when the u.s sent their little military 
uh, fleet up there. They went further than any other fleet has went, and uh, they were encountered by five UFOs, and then these had to be aliens because right. our technology wasn't there yet. And uh, they decimated almost the whole military that was up there with within three minutes. Three said. minutes. And they said uh, they started <clears throat> retreating. They said that the aliens took mercy on them because they could have destroyed the whole fleet. Within seconds. So... It was interesting. It caught my attention, and uh, I tend to think that some of these stories are right and they're correct and they are true. Now, people will say, "Oh, you're you're a crackpot," but it's my own belief. You believe yourself in things you haven't seen. It's called faith, <laughs> right? Now, um, there's all there's been these uh, satellite images I've seen, and people argue back and forth about a pyramid on Antarctica. Right, and according to this documentary, that was just one of the things that the expedition found down there. Right, there was other structures, alien structures they built. All right, and recently I heard a, a story about Russians that went back up there and they dived under the ice and they were met by nine foot aliens that had like breathing apparatuses over their head, and they killed almost all of them. I think a couple of them survived, and that's how they know the story. But most of those divers did die. Right. And uh, just tells you we don't know what's up, up there under the ice, but as it keeps melting, I reckon we're going to find out. Right, and after those failed attempts, that's when uh, the U.S. and several other countries signed a treaty saying that only peaceful operations shall, shall be conducted in Antarctica. That's right. But, of uh, course... That was just a cover-up, you know. <laughs> of course, they're st- they're building military bases around it. Yeah. Um, now this this leads back. Uh, we're kind of jumping around, but it leads back to Australia, to where Richard Gear said, "Richard Gear." <laughs> I always call him Richard Gear. <laughs> Richard for Mr. Goodbye. Greer, who, who's heavily and well known in the uh, UFO community because he's. Done. He spent all his life basically doing research, and uh, he knows supposedly more than our government officials. Right. And uh, he said he met someone who said there's uh, a place in Australia where they're kicking them out. It's their Area 51. And he said that these little greys are coming off the line like sausage. Right, and he even mentioned <coughs> Dulce right. because he talked about everything being subterranean mm-hmm. like we've heard stories about how the base goes down into the earth right and uh now same thing in australia to fill you in he said that they're coming off the the assembly line like sausages and that leads into the fake alien invasion that's coming so that we could unite as world now i know everyone's heard of the one world government uh the the antichrist all that in the bible it has to do with getting the world under one government, one religion, uniting. And he said these, in order to have unity of mankind, you got to have something that threatens them and a fake alien invasion where you have actual spaceships, these little AI robots that have actual skin over. Right. Uh, It's basically Terminator coming true. Right. And, uh, 
You'll see it. You'll believe it. You'll think it's a threat. Mankind will unite and fight against them. But he said that's just a precursor because there's a real alien invasion coming. Right. Now, now to tie that in, what you're talking about with AI into the Roswell crash, uh, they said there was several aliens that died in the crash. And right. uh, when they did the autopsy, that's what they found. It was robots with flesh with covering. Flesh. Yeah. And they say these uh, cattle mutilations and whatnot that they're seeing around the world, that they, they use that skin to create the coverings for them. And uh, I don't know, man. I, I, it sounds far-fetched, but... Well, and, and the cattle mutilations, they have a, a purpose also. It's it's all in the grand scheme of to uh, to create fear, fear. among yeah. us of, of aliens. No, so no. when they do the mock invasion... Right. Nothing, nothing, and they're right, nothing will unite men like fear of, of a common threat. Right. There you go. <clears throat> Just like, um, say, for instance, in, in our country when 9-11 happened probably never seen this country so united right and that was a common threat that happened and there you go again uh 9-11 supposedly was an inside job as well right but you know going back to the alien invasion uh they're going to do a mock alien invasion because they say a real one's on the way uh, maybe that'll unite everyone on the earth but like we saw in 9-11 the the fabric of that unity falls it, apart it it does um now the fabric of that unity won't fall apart if they gain control total control over you right um, but uh they could only gain total control if we give them total control that's right well let's take this pandemic for instance now now many states are passing laws to limit the governor's ability and these uh health organizations so that they can't shut down places and because they're looking back and they're saying these governors had far too much control it was basically like martial law right and these governors just spoke a word and said this is what you need. and we blindly followed like sheep uh i was still out there i didn't stay home all the time so well like me i nothing changed for me i i worked the only thing is right i couldn't go to my favorite places that were closed Right, and you're right. I still had to go to work and everything. Uh, I I telecommuted for a while, but then I took a new job and I I went to the office daily. And uh, you know, slowly you start seeing people creep out, creep out. But in the beginning, yeah, they mankind's totally. If there's fear or a threat. <clears throat> They'll blindly follow the leader. Right. Now, that just proved that the government can control the people with a little bit of fear and uh, dangling the carrot in front of their face. That's right. Now, now we know this virus is real. I'm not saying it's not. Uh, there are people that I know that have died from, from it. Now, I didn't do the autopsy, but supposedly... Every death during this pandemic was labeled a every COVID, single death was labeled a COVID nineteen. So I don't really know what they died from, but just people seeing other people die, which people die on a daily basis, and labeling it this virus killed them. Uh, it's funny how uh, usually we have so many flu deaths a year, but that didn't happen this year. Right? No, it didn't. Anyway, back to the uh, alien agenda. <laughs> so the the other thing that's going to happen, and we've talked about it in a previous podcast, is a uh, Project Bluebeam. Uh, pro- Project Bluebeam is right before this alien encounter. Uh, everyone on this earth will see holograms, and. Uh, 
these holograms are going to be of all the top religious leaders that have lived, uh, Buddha, you know, uh, Muhammad, Jesus. Jesus, and all the Hindu gods, and and they're all just going to merge into one. And they say that's what's going to help people say, oh, I see. I don't know what's going to be said with these uh holograms what's going to be done but it's going to be convincingly enough to make people think well yep everything is just one religion but you know to me that's going to be a hard sell because there's still today wars are fought over religion over religious beliefs it is going to be a hard sell but let, let me put it this way all these religions that are waiting for their saviors to return if you're not educated in what's going to happen and you see the sky start opening up and the the figure that you pray to religiously or that you worship and you see it start coming from the heavens to the earth and it's now it's in your sky, everyone's seen it, that's going to be pretty convincing for some people. Right. Uh, that's going to have to be a pretty convincing hologram though. Uh, I think it will be. I mean, if you look at some of these holograms, just the little ones that they have now, people go nuts and they're astonished by them. Right. Uh, for instance, uh, people want to bring the Ronnie James Dio hologram. Right. You don't think that would sell out tickets? It does. And it, it, they have taken it on tour. And I'm like, so people would see that. And I, I think... It wouldn't. It, it's going to be spectacular, but they they'll fall for it, right? Yeah, you know, um, there's still going to be a very small percentage of the population that's going to say, "Wait a minute, wait a minute." I know I heard this, this was coming, right? Right, and those are the ones. Those are the ones that people are saying you're the whackpot now because you believe in that. But if you're alive and that stuff does happen and you see it start happening, you're going to be like, mm, wait a minute. Right. Maybe there was a grain of truth in what they were saying. So that'll make you think. Uh, but according to the Bible, those ones that don't conform, they're going to get beheaded. <laughs> yeah, and that that's a possibility and it has nothing to do with religion. It would right. be the government. Of course. They don't, want, they, don't, they don't want a stronghold. They want everyone to conform. It's kind of like, uh, you know, with these vaccine shots, everybody needs to get them. Everybody, 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 because it's an emergency. We are in an emergency situation. Uh, I'll just hold my peace on that one, but, you know. Uh, okay, well, back to the documentary. Yeah. The, the second mistake we had was drilling deep into the Earth's core. Right, uh, which caused what's called skyfall. That's a little hard to explain, but we did see some video footage of uh, places on Earth where it was actually raining rock without any volcanic activity, just like rain from the clouds. Right. They, they say you drill like <clears throat> seven miles down into the Earth's core right. and there's a protective layer. It's it's a metal, a metallic right. protective spear around the center of the Earth that protects the Earth. And they drilled through that, releasing uh, the high pressure and whatever's in there that went up to the sky and it looked like freaking fire in the sky. Right. And then that, that gas, it... Uh, it, it it hardens once it hits the air. Then you have what's called skyfall, ro it raining rocks. Right. It, it shoots up as hot gas, and once it condenses in the cool clouds that have moisture, it becomes rock, and then it falls back down to the ground. 
Um, I wouldn't want to be outside when that happens. No, and, and I experienced <clears throat> something similar to that when I was in the Philippines when the volcano blew up. It was it was raining rock. Right. But that, that was because of the volcano, mm-hmm. but same principle because it's coming from the center of the earth. Right, and, and the volcano, that's called pyroplastic, so that that's sharp rock. Right. And, uh, and it's just like uh, the dust from the volcano. It's superheated. If you breathe it, it'll kill you instantly, but... If you breathe it after it's cooled down and still falling as dust, it, it'll solidify your lungs. Right. And now that's, um, <clears throat> you've heard the term scorch the sky. Right. That's basically what they did. And they're trying to cover it up by, uh, what, what are they doing? Chemtrails. With the yeah, chemtrails with the jets. Right. So everyone that has their theories about chemtrails, they're kind of backing you up. They really are. They're giving you credit for you saying, look at those jets, they're chemtrails. Well, they are chemtrails. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just an interesting documentary and a lot of it made sense. If you, uh, if you ever looked into all these theories, they tied them in really well. They, they do. And uh, supposedly he got all this information from a whistleblower who uh, was in the know and he said there's more. This is just right. the tip of the iceberg. He told them you basically got involved in something you weren't supposed to. That's right. Yeah, they saw something they should have never seen. Right. It's pretty interesting, though. Um, and what was the third mistake? Was creating the nukes? Or? Yeah. No, creating oh, the nukes, nukes was one. Uh, oh, AI was a- the third. AI was the third one. Drilling, it, drilling, tapping the earth that deep to retrieve the resources without being able to plug it back up. That's right. a consequence. And then AI. AI and with the exponential capacity it has to just keep learning and learning, it's dangerous. Uh <sighs> Elon Musk was on there, and he he had a little say in it, and he, he said he warned him to slow down, and he said uh, people wouldn't allow us to detonate nuclear weapons. They'd say that's just crazy. He said, well, I've asked them to slow down with AI because it's just learning too fast, and we don't know. He, he basically said it's learning unchecked. Unchecked, yes, and... Uh, he said, that's more dangerous than the nuclear weapons we have. Right. And I thought about it, and I'm like, he's right. So we all look at Hollywood movies, and sometimes we look at these Hollywood movies, and some of it does come to pass. So I always think about the Terminator movies when I hear about stuff like AI and this and that. Because we already see the Boston Dynamics robots getting... Uh, more and more advanced, more human-like. And just to think if you put AI into that, it's going to be smarter than a human, right? Uh, more durable than a human. And, and they used an example about the, the chess plane robot where it learned so fast, it learned to beat people, then it learned to beat the best people, then it learned to beat all the best people at the, at same, the same time. time. Well, I just read a little excerpt today on the internet and it said during the... Olympics right now in Tokyo, people were impressed with Honda's robot that played basketball. The basketball abilities it had. Now, I haven't seen it. I just read it. But people said they were very impressed by the basketball skills this robot had. Wow. And I was like, wow, I I have to find footage of this. Now, I've seen 
all the Boston Dynamic videos of robots dancing, robots doing backflips, robots balancing, robots going for a stroll in the woods. Uh, or now uh, Disney has a stuntman right. robot. Yeah, they, they show Disney's stunt robot that's operated by AI, and it, it learns acrobatics. And uh, I, I could not tell the difference between that and a human. Right. It was that good. Yeah, the movements were good. It was very good. So I'm going to tend to side with Elon Musk and say that AI right now is our greatest threat because we're, <clears throat> we're helping develop it at an exponential rate. It's learning at an exponential it, it's rate. It's learning too fast, and uh, there's, we're not putting in safeguards to control it. Well, how can you control it? It's going to become smarter than us. Right. Now, um, I've heard the saying, AI learns learn so fast there because it's a problem solver right. and eventually it's going to realize to be more efficient the problem is mankind That's take right. that out of the equation and we could operate and these robots could self regulate they could fix yourself they self self diagnose now <laughs> now what i thought i found was interesting was there was two clips of elon musk the first one he warned how it's more dangerous than nuclear right. nuclear war nuclear warheads whatever right then he was on the Joe Rogan show and he was very careful about what he would say. It took him a long time to answer because he's thinking. It was he, his his words came out with well thought intentions. Now, is that a pressure from the government saying, hey, you know, don't don't be scaring the people about this? Or? Well, of, of course it is. I mean, once you're onto something and you're as popular as him, uh, People are going to listen to what you say. And, right. And at times, if you're onto a grain of truth, they don't want other people looking deeper into it and finding out that, hey, he may be right. They just want to nip it in the butt. So, of course, they probably said, you know, we'll, we'll help you fund all your space exploration and whatnot. And, and even Joe Rogan laughed at him because he kind of changed the story. Yeah. Now, the way Elon Musk was answering his questions, it takes me back to the three astronauts, the original three who landed on the moon. And uh, they're interviewing them, and they were answering their questions in the same fashion. They would have to think about it and structure an answer where, right. you know, and he said uh, the statement, the the package that the reporters have been handing out, that pretty, that's pretty much how we remembered it. Yeah. And, you know, that's basically a bunch of crap. That is a crap. But on that a moon landing, uh, you know, they did say that the, the landing, the video was was fake because they, they didn't have no way to do it back then. They said the Apollo 11 was fake. The Apollo 12 was genuine. Right. But um, anyway, they said they found structures on the moon. Pyramids. Pyramids uh, and UFOs flying around watching them. Watching them while they were walking on the moon. Uh, they were being observed by uh, aliens that, as we've all heard, have their bases on the moon. Right. On the dark side of the moon, which... Uh, I mean, China's been to the dark side of the moon, but they, you know, they found a green glowing substance. That's all they told us. <laughs> you know, they're not going to tell us anything. Right. Maybe they found some kind of Mugu guy or something. Mugu guy come? Or maybe they found young Chatty. Oh, that was Krima, some young guy. Oh, young Chatty. No, young Chatty, she only gives special on Father's Day. Oh. Okay, hey. okay enough of that. <laughs> oh. Anyway, this documentary was interesting. Uh, it would take probably an hour to 
talk and cover it in detail and comment on it and cover it. Right. There's just so much information they give you, but it just weaves together so well. It is. And if you're interested in watching it, I'm going to pass it on to you. Uh, The name of the video is uh, Two-Face, the Gray Alien. Uh, It's a a continuation of Sir No-Face, which is a group of people that went ghost hunting and supposedly they captured this little gray alien peeking out from behind the door. And that's what started this whole, this whole rabbit hole journey. And that's how they got the Australian connection to. Right. And, and they were invited by the Australian government to come to Cockatoo Island and do this expedition the government wanted them to come here document film do ghost hunting on this island um was it for the sole purpose of them finding this little maybe it's an ai robotic gray and and bringing all this to the surface exposing it because they said the night was pretty quiet right until when they first reviewed that footage they even missed it Right. Let me just say this. If the if the Australian government invites you to uh, an abandoned island, restricted, island. restricted island, which is basically abandoned to do some uh, ghost hunting on some abandoned buildings there and they're willing to pay you to do it. There's more to it than meets the eye. Right, and and they did that, and I believe uh, the government leaks things. That's why it it flies its craft and lets people take videos. It flies them at night, mind you, most of the time. Right. Now, last time we were in Hamas, I saw something in broad daylight. I couldn't explain. It was, uh, and they even talked about them cigar shape. I don't know if I'd call it cigar, but it was just a cylinder. Right. And you're right. The government, they're going to leak information. It's it's all leading up to it's, it's what they're gonna do. It's getting the people prepared, right? Because nothing happens just coincidentally, right? <laughs> Not when the government invites you to do something, right? They always yeah. have a different agenda. They have an agenda, different uh, motives. Now, if this island was restricted and off limits, and you know, the government would have never invited them there, especially to go ghost hunting, you know, and we're going to pay you to do it. So those were your two red flags. Right, exactly. Yeah, you should say, wait a minute. You're going to pay me to go to this island and ghost hunt. the government paid us to travel the world and drink beer. Yeah, but they had their different agenda. Right. (laughs) We were there because they're like, we want you to travel the world, drink beer. Uh, No, they they want us to travel the world and do their dirty work, but we can drink beer along the way. That's what I mean by a different agenda. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And we were suckers. We fell for that agenda. Hey, it so, was a good experience. And see, that. But why it, it opened our eyes to a lot of different stuff that people did. just don't get. It did. And when I tell people some of the things I've witnessed in the military, I don't think they believe me. Right. The, and some of the horrible stuff we saw, like in the galley. Right. Some <laughs> the of the food, food they served. <laughs> Are you kidding? Are you kidding? We gobbled that stuff down. Yeah, well, you had no choice. You, you either, when you're out at sea, you either eat or you starve. <laughs> yep. <laughs> anyway, that's what we wanted to bring to you tonight. We hope you, for yourself, watch this documentary and make your own decisions. But it was pretty compelling. Yeah. And uh, well covered with 
good documentation to back it up. Right. It, it was just well put together and it, right. it made a lot of things. It took a lot of bits and pieces from other stories and made a lot of sense out of things. That's right. And uh, is it true? We uh, don't know. We don't know, but we'll find out. Right. Anyway, we want to thank you for listening. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. And, uh, and reach out to <laughs> us. And we want to hear from you. And until next time. Thanks. Peace out. Peace.